Today on the newscast, Ben and Jerry's ice cream decides to boycott Israel, and Israel is fighting back. Get the inside story coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. You know, I always look forward to getting ice cream with my family on a hot summer night and trying new flavors. But I know one brand that will never get my business. Did you hear about Ben and Jerry's? Home of Chunky Monkey, Cherry Garcia, radical left-wing activism, and now Israel boycotts. That's right. The Vermont-based ice cream company announced this week that it will no longer sell its products in what it calls the Occupied Palestinian Territories, also known as Eastern Jerusalem and Israel's biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria. Now, Ben and Jerry's board reportedly wanted to go even further than that and stop doing business in Israel altogether. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett spoke to the CEO of Ben and Jerry's parent company, Unilever, and warned that there would be severe consequences over the boycott. More on that in a second. Unilever and Ben and Jerry's have reportedly clashed over this boycott decision. Apparently, it will take effect at the end of 2022 when the current contract with the Israeli manufacturer and distributor of Ben and Jerry's expires. A few things here, folks. Number one, Ben and Jerry's is no stranger to radical left-wing activism. The company also actively supports the movement to defund police here in the States. So that gives you an idea of where they're coming from. And interestingly enough, the virtuous, woke progressives at Ben and Jerry's have never called for any kind of boycott when it comes to notorious human rights abusers like Cuba, China, Iran, North Korea, or Syria. No, only Israel, a thriving democracy, a friend to the West, and home to one of the most diverse populations in the world, is the target of their ire. The response of countless millions of pro-Israel consumers should be pretty clear. Never buy Ben & Jerry's products again. I told my wife I forbid any Ben & Jerry's in our house at any time and for any reason. In addition to that, I threw out what I had in the garbage. Boycott the boycotters and send a clear message. Now, on a separate track, Israel's government is not taking this decision by Ben and Jerry's lightly. I mentioned the response of Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. Israel's ambassador to the U.S. and U.N., Gilad Erdan, also sent a letter this week to 35 U.S. governors urging them to activate their anti-BDS laws against Ben and Jerry's. Now, BDS is short for boycott, divest from, and sanction Israel. It seeks to isolate Israel on the world stage and cripple the Jewish state economically. That's why Israel's president, Isaac Herzog, today called the Ben and Jerry's boycott a form of economic terrorism. Just like Hamas or Hezbollah, BDS also seeks the destruction of Israel, just through peaceful means. Now, if these U.S. states decide to use those anti-BDS laws to hold Ben and Jerry's accountable, the ice cream makers may soon regret their boycott madness. Not to mention the grassroots movement of folks right here in the U.S. who will never buy Ben and Jerry's ever again after this boycott debacle. By the way, BDS doesn't just harm Israelis. It also harms the thousands of Palestinians who work in Judea and Samaria alongside their Israeli neighbors. 
A little while back, I paid a visit to an Israeli textile factory in Samaria where Palestinians are thriving and where the boycotters would like to crush their livelihood. Take a look. Danny, thank you so much for having us here at Ofertex in the pleasure. Barkan Industrial Park. This place is buzzing with activity, very busy. What do you do here? Here, this is a, a factory that manufactures recycled textiles. So we have uh, 120 workers here in this factory, okay. where 100 of them are Palestinian and 20 are Jewish. And it's and a Jewish-owned factory. It's a Jewish-owned factory, Israeli-owned, and... We are, it's, it's, it's what's interesting about the Palestinians who work here is that they're all family, most of them are connected somehow, meaning a father brought a son or brought a nephew and they continue working here for years because of the fact that it's a very uh, secure workplace. As you said, Jews and Arabs working side by side, shoulder to shoulder with a common goal. Right. Here in Samaria, right. in the Shamron. Right. You don't hear much about us in the, on the media. No, because and it's good news. It's the good news, right? It's not, it's not, it's, it's not even exciting right. because it's regular day life. They, they are interested in working to make a living. They're interested in raising their kids and giving them what they didn't have. Right. The same as everywhere in the world. And you see and, everyone working here behind us. And by the way, they make a pretty good wage here, right. more than they would make in the Palestinian territories. Right. Just to give you an idea, uh, the wages here for a minimum wage for a worker is about 6,000 shekel. Okay. And if they would be working at the Palestinian Authority, it would be more like 1,600 shekel for the month. So, Danny, workers here at Ofertex are making a great salary. It's a family atmosphere. Great things are happening here. But some people don't like that. Uh, we had a terrorist attack, not here at Ofertex, but here in the Barkan Industrial Park a few months ago. Uh, two people were killed. They had young families, two Israelis. Talk a bit about that attack, if you can, and, and what kind of impact it had on the businesses and the factories here at the Barkan Industrial Park. Well, you know, I think what's, uh, I think the thing that we learned from it, first of all, it can happen anywhere. Yeah. Violence is something that happens, and there's no way of knowing beforehand what's going to happen. Sure. What's interesting, though, is that it was the only and the first incident in 30 years in this industrial zone. Wow. In this industrial zone, you have between eight and 10,000 Palestinian workers. It's the largest industrial zone in the country. <laughs> and therefore, it's, it's, it's unique, the fact that it hasn't and no happened. Violence. And there's no years. violence. And, we, and you know, this is something that's been going on for 30 years, and there's, this is the first incident. And that's, so that's what amazes us yeah. and also instills in us confidence that, it's, that really it's a safe place to work. Yeah. Another issue is this boycott, divest from, and sanctions movement, BDS for short. We've told you about it here on the show. Now, the BDS movement is targeting the Barkan Industrial Park and companies here like Ofertex. How have you been affected by it? Why is this such a dangerous thing? Okay, so there, there are two areas of concern to us. One is the European market which is uh, very much affected by public opinion there. And therefore, when their customers stop say, asking, where is this coming from? And they see Ofertex, we're not hiding anything. Yeah. Uh, they see it, they can look it up on the internet and see who we are. And they, they, they're then stopping to buy from us. And they're telling the stores, stop bringing items from here. Because, and, coming because it's from coming a... from Judea and Samaria. Wow. And they don't want to buy from us. 
That's one. And the second is even in the Scandinavian countries, we've had incidences where, again, the customers are telling the store owners that they're not willing to buy our products if it's coming from this area. Even customers are doing even this customers. in Europe, yeah. Scandinavia. It's part, of the, it's part of the BDS propaganda. Yeah. And what I don't think they realize is that it not only hurts us, it obviously hurts us, but it also hurts the Palestinian workers because they're wake, they, if, we're, if we have problems and we have to lay off workers, they're the ones that are, being, that are losing it as well. Yeah. So it's not, it, there's, nobody's winning. And nobody's really from their side looking in and saying, well, what, what's happening to the Palestinian families sure. who are working in these places? Eight to 10,000 Palestinian workers yeah. here. Exactly. And making a great wage. Yeah. Uh, they're making a great living here. Like you said, Danny, that BDS movement not only hurts the state of Israel, it hurts these Palestinians right. that are benefiting. Exactly. And they're just country. afraid to speak up. And, you know, they're not willing to talk out about it on the media because they're afraid. And that's what happens. Now, that clip was from the Watchmen TV show, which you can catch every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time on TBN. Folks, this Ben and Jerry's boycott is about much more than ice cream. Israeli officials know that other woke companies may get the same idea and start a movement to boycott Israel. Here's the good news. As consumers, we have the right to not buy their products, to boycott the boycotters. We can also have a boycott. We can buy Israeli-made products and help the Israeli economy withstand this BDS insanity. If you watch this channel, you know that I very rarely endorse products, so when I do, you know I believe in it. As the boycotters try to flex their muscles, I can't think of a better time to encourage you to check out our good friends at Artsa. Artsa is a unique quarterly subscription box that brings the Holy Land to your doorstep with great Israeli-made products handcrafted in places like Galilee, which is the theme of this month's box. Go to artsabox.com and use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get your 18% discount off an Artsabox subscription. In the process, you're fulfilling the biblical mandate to bless Israel as you're blessing Israeli small businesses. Good stuff. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never... Hold your peace.